to the Megan in the Morning podcast. We're glad you're here. Please store your belongings in the seat pocket in front of you. And remember, you can catch Megan live weekdays on 1077 The Beat. Enjoy the ride. Good morning. It's Megan. Happy Wednesday, August 18th. We've made it to the middle of the week and it's cold outside. It's like hard to even say that because... It's hard to believe, uh, but no, step outside it. It's quite cold. Speaking of cold, the concert last night at Les Schwab was cold. My goodness, uh, what an incredible show, though. Nathaniel uh, Rateliff, incredible. Wow. He had the entire stage filled uh, with instruments and, uh, you know, not just him. It was him and his whole crew um, and the Night Sweats. That's the name of the crew. They were amazing. What an incredible show. And it echoed throughout the Old Mill District. It was a really magical evening. But what was crazy is going to see uh, Dirk Bentley on Sunday and Nathaniel Lass last night and the difference in outfits um, because it was so warm on Sunday night. I was wearing a sundress. No problem. Didn't even think twice about my toes being out last night. I wish I would have worn my heaviest puffy and a beanie. I definitely underdressed for it and we were quite cold by the end of it. But, you know, you stand up and you get dancing because they were so incredible. They were such a great band to watch and they just uh, took on the entire audience at Lush Wabi Amphitheater. We were all moving and grooving. It was such a great evening. Um, more concerts hitting the stage. I know this week it'll be a lot of fun. Um, your Daily Newsbeat is next, plus a check of that forecast. Your Newsbeat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy and bend, Redmond, and online at thomason.com. Good morning, it's Megan. The Oregon Health Authority is reporting 15 new deaths of COVID-19 in the state. There are 94 new cases in Deschutes County, 27 in Crook County, 11 in Jefferson County. The number of patients hospitalized with coronavirus statewide is 838. St. Charles Health System has 56 COVID-19 patients hospitalized, 9 in intensive care, and 8 on ventilators. Also, Governor Brown is imploring school district administrators throughout the state to take action to ensure all K-12 students can return to full-time in-person learning in the fall with minimal disruptions from COVID. The governor has sent an open letter to all education leaders asking them to take effective safety precautions. She says it was in response to defense plans by several districts that have publicly said they would ignore the recent state mandate mask requirement for schools. Taking a look at your forecast today. My goodness, yesterday, could you, I mean, it's like, what? It was so cold yesterday, <laughs> especially in the evening, going to see that show at Les Schwab. So much fun, but man, was I underdressed. And everybody else was perfectly on par with their puffies. Uh, today, we are warming up uh, just a touch from yesterday. It looks like low 70s today, partly cloudy skies this morning, clearing up this afternoon. Overnight lows tonight going to be in the um, low 40s. Tomorrow, don't worry, we'll be back at 80 degrees. Friday will be in the upper 70s. Saturday, low 70s. It'll be a beautiful weekend. Currently in Bend, it's 45 degrees. I haven't seen that in a while. 48 in Prineville and, ooh, sisters, 39. Coming up next, uh, let's talk about those Zoom calls. I have a Zoom meeting later today, and I don't ever really have these and I really want to know what's the protocol to leaving your camera on or, or turning it off. I have a feeling it's appropriate to leave it on, but I want to ask you what your thoughts are and uh, we'll talk more about it next.
on the hits 1077 the beat. So I have a Zoom meeting later today and I'm wondering if I really have to be involved. It's one of those ones I just got kind of tacked onto, not kind of. I know I'm part of it, but it's really not a meeting for me. So in the end of the day, is it appropriate that I turn off my camera? How about my microphone? Can I do both? My biggest worry is that I forget to do one or the other and then I end up on YouTube and a big YouTube sensation like that guy that did all those other things while the camera was still on in a Zoom meeting. I think you know what I'm talking about. In the end of the day, I probably will keep my camera on and my microphone on and participate today because honestly, I don't ever do these Zoom meetings. This is very unusual. Um, it's really cool. I think it's great that I don't have to leave my house and run the risk of being late to this meeting. Instead, I can just be in the comfort of my home. I can set up a situation that looks like I'm very well dressed, which really will be only partially, you know, the bottom half will probably be wearing a very comfortable pair of sweatpants considering it's kind of cold. But in the end of the day, I did do some research. I Googled, um, is it okay to turn off your camera in a Zoom meeting? And the answer to the question is a simple yes, from Google anyway. Turning off your uh, video on in a Zoom meeting can be considered to be rude, is what it says. <sighs> okay, well, and then I was scrolling through this a little bit more um, after I had answered this or asked this question. And the next question that I see on Google, you know how it kind of formulates questions that are similar to yours. Do you keep the camera off during your Zoom meeting? So I clicked on that and it says, you're not alone. A new survey found that 48% of respondents said they turned off their camera during turned off their camera during a video meeting because they don't like the way they look. So I think as a general consensus, if someone is turning off their camera, then we should just leave them alone, right? Either that or 48% of us are just gosh darn rude. <laughs> Coming up this hour, Daniel Craig. Let's chat about him and the fact that He's planning on spending his money or giving it all away before he passes on. He doesn't believe in inheritance. Yep, we'll talk more about that coming up right around 7.30 for your celebrity news. Also, online buyer's remorse. Have you been through it? I think we've all been through it. Thank goodness there's a usually a nice return policy, but if you've ever you know run into a pickle without that return policy, some buyer's remorse might be uh, in your wheelhouse. We'll talk more about these coming up next. Newsbeat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy and bend, Redmond, and online at thomason.com. Good morning, it's Megan. The City of Sisters is getting a huge firefighting grant from the feds. The Cloverdale Rural Fire Protection District has been awarded a federal grant of more than $77,000 to provide firefighters with the equipment and training they need to do their job more efficiently. The feds are, do, are dueling out more than $465,000 in grants for rural firefighters and first responders that will also benefit departments in Seaside, Coos Bay, Lincoln City, and Welches. Also, two new housing works properties in Central Oregon are holding grand openings this month. On Friday morning, Rolling Sage on Jefferson Street in Madras will open, providing 23 low-income housing units. Next Wednesday afternoon, Housing Works will celebrate the opening of 67 units at Canyon Edge on Reindeer Avenue in Redmond. Both apartment complexes are income restricted to households making at or below 60% of the area's median income, with some below 30%. Taking a look at your forecast today, looks like highs going to be in the mid to low 70s. 
Partly cloudy skies a little bit this morning. Some little smoke in the area, but overall it's looking to be a sunny afternoon. Our overnight lows tonight going to be in the mid to low 40s. Tomorrow, back at 80 degrees with a ton of sunshine. Currently in Bend, 45, 48 in Prineville, and 43 in Sisters. I laugh because this is so cold compared to what it's been. Imagine being born into a celebrity's family. You know, perhaps your dad or your mom's an incredible, famous actress or actor and a director, you name it. Somebody with some seriously big bucks. Academy Awards are all hanging on the wall. You get the picture. Now, imagine being born into that family and then having your mom or dad tell you that you're not going to receive any inheritance. You've been living this very lavish life, um, but we're not going to give you any money after you pass on. It might be a little disheartening. It might be a little concerning considering you're so used to this certain type of lifestyle that um, you just kind of would expect it to keep going. Well, this one actor is planning on uh, keeping all of his money or getting rid of it before he passes on, joining in with some other celebrities. We'll talk more about this coming up next. All the hits, 1077 The Beat. Today's celebrity news brought to you by Cornerstone Valley in Redmond. Let's chat about Daniel Craig, Mr. 007. Did you know he's worth a reported $160 million? Which means that when he passes, his kids get nothing? It's pretty darn hard to believe, but it's actually true. Daniel Craig says he doesn't believe in inheritances. He says, quote, I don't want to leave great sums to the next generation. I think inheritance is quite distasteful. My philosophy is to get rid of it or give it away before you go. Isn't there an old adage that if you die a rich person, you failed? I mean, is, you know, is, is that really the adage? Are we sure? Because I'm, I'd like to ask, you know, um, his daughter, he, um, he has a daughter with his wife, Rachel, who will be three next month. Um, Daniel also has a 29-year-old daughter from a previous relationship, and Rachel has a 15-year-old son with her ex. Um, now, we've heard rich people say this before, but I, I don't think it's as harsh as it sounds, really. I mean, first of all, the kids, no doubt, get all kinds of perks while their parents are alive, right? They're living this lavish lifestyle, I think. Um, I mean, I don't really know that. Maybe they're not. But Mr. 007, worth $160 million, I'm sure they're living some sort of lavishness. <laughs> but yeah, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, they've said similar things. And I suppose, you know, it, you could look at it as being very honorable and it's probably teaching their kids not to be greedy and to work hard like the rest of us, uh, which is probably all good. But I'm not going to lie. If I was that 29-year-old daughter, I'd be like, excuse me? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I can't have XYZ, you name it, every fancy thing that I ever have had my entire life. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Today's celebrity news brought to you by Cornerstone Valley in Redmond. They're hiring right now with starting wages at $21 an hour plus benefits, fast track management opportunities, and all training provided. If you're ready to start a career in the medical field with other compassionate providers, all you need to do is go to cornerstonevalley.com and apply today in Redmond. I've been doing some online shopping recently. You know how you go through like stints and you're like, well, I just, I need that, but I'm, I'm just going to go online because I don't have time to go get it. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to go online. Next thing you know, you're like, what have I actually ordered? <laughs> because things start showing up to your house that you're like, oh, it's kind of like a surprise present 
Or maybe you're like, shoot, was I drinking too many glasses of wine while I made this online decision? We're going to dive into some online shopping regret coming up next. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. We're diving into some online shopping regret this morning, trying to make it a little bit more peppy because it's kind of dark. Um, I'm reading this article about how a lot of us have buyer's remorse and we spend a lot of money on regretful online purchases. I mean, this survey says the average American wastes more than $70,000 during their lifetime on disappointing online purchases. That's a lot of regretful spending. It's a whole lot of money. Uh, it seems like the average person spends about $900 a year on regretful online purchases. Again, uh, quite a bit of money. Um, and uh, what are the purchases that they're regretting? Buying, clothing, technology things, uh, toys, or children's products. Um Now, the big thing here is that, yes, what I do is especially like if I have an event coming up, I'm going to Ghost Tree this weekend. And so I wanted to do some shopping for a new dress. And so what I do is I either do the prime wardrobe, which is very new to me in the last month, where you um, can get an item and then you have like several weeks or you have seven days or in this last item, I have like a whole month to try on this item, decide if I want to buy it. And if I like it, I just keep it. They charge my card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but I do, I end up buying a bunch of outfits um, with all intentions of returning every single one of them except for one. Um, And so during that process where I need to figure out which one I'm going to keep and uh, when I still have that window of return, you know, because if you go to Amazon and you press press return, usually only have a month. A month can fly by when you're when you're not really paying attention. So I have this huge concern. I really stress myself out ultimately um, and uh, make sure that I get my returns in order. But I'm not going to lie. I've got a really close friend of mine that she just doesn't care. She doesn't like returns. She doesn't want to go through the process. So um, she's a lot more careful when it comes to actually buying things where I'm a lot more reckless on the front end. And I'm like, crazy concerned that I don't return these things on the back end. She's very uh, meticulous on reading the reviews, looking at pictures and finding the exact right thing before she even gets it because she knows she's probably not going to return it. But don't get me wrong. There's been plenty of things that, uh, you know, have kind of slipped through the cracks where I'm like, "Ah, gosh, dang it. Now that window is gone. And um, and trust me, it's only been a couple of times because I was so stressed out those uh, last couple of times that I did that, that I never want to go through that again. Coming up this hour, uh, we're going to be talking about something that's either going to make you hungry or it's going to make you sick. I'm hoping it makes you hungry uh, because I don't want to make you feel a little weird, um, but I've watched way too many videos. I went down the rabbit hole on this topic. Well, we'll talk more about it around, um, around 8.30. And then uh, after we're done talking about how much this person ate, um, then we're going to dive into uh, how many calories you can burn while playing video games. So we can tell that person who decided to eat this much that if they want to burn some calories, this is an option. Uh, we'll talk more about these things coming up this hour. Your daily news feed is next, plus a check of your forecast. Your news feed is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy in Bend, Redmond, and online at thomason.com. Good morning, it's Megan. The Oregon Health Authority is reporting 15 new deaths of COVID-19 in the state. There are 94 new cases in Deschutes County, 27 in Crook County, and 11 in Jefferson County. The number of patients hospitalized with coronavirus statewide is 838. 
St. Charles Health System has 56 COVID-19 patients hospitalized, nine in intensive care, and eight on ventilators. Also, uh, gas prices in Oregon increased nearly four cents last week to $3.80 a gallon. Nationwide, the average was unchanged at $3.18 a gallon. High crude oil prices could cause the price of gas to go up ahead of Labor Day weekend. Normally, after Labor Day weekend, demand and prices begin to, de- begin to decline. Diesel in Oregon increased $0.03 cents to $3.72 a gallon. Locally, the lowest price for a gallon of regular is $3.61. Taking a look at your forecast today. It looks pretty nice. It looks like high is going to be in the mid to low 70s. Partly cloudy skies this morning, but um, hopefully going to clear out for a beautifully warm and sunny afternoon. Overnight lows tonight going to be in the mid to low 40s. Tomorrow warming back up to around 80 degrees, but Friday's looking mid 70s and Saturday's even looking low 70s. Currently in Bend, 48 degrees, 52 in Prineville, and 46 in Sisters. This next story is either going to make you sick or it's going to make you hungry. And I'm really hoping for the latter. But, you know, stick around and uh, you can let me know. (laughs) All the hits, 1077 The Beat. Now, we all know Joey Chestnut. Mr. Chestnut is known for eating so many hot dogs in his day. In fact, the last uh, competition, the last hot dog eating competition, he uh, crushed his own goal um, and created a new Guinness Book of World Record which is eating 76 hot dogs during this contest. I mean, just watching Joey Chestnut dip those hot dog buns in the water cup that's next to him so he can just swallow it down, which, by the way, makes more sense for how someone could really get down 76 hot dogs and the buns um, when the bun is uh, soaked in water, which, I mean, does that really count? But we don't even need to go into it. I got down the rabbit hole uh, looking at or uh, watching these Joey Chestnut videos. Um, and next thing you know, I've discovered another professional competitive eater. His name is Eric Badlands Booker. Eric Badlands Booker. And uh, he recently set the world record for chugging the fastest two liter of soda ever. Two liter. Can you imagine uh, just thinking, thinking about it? Pick up that two liter. We've all drank out of that two liter before when we're not supposed to. You're supposed to use a glass, but sometimes we're feeling lazy. Now, it can be pretty tricky. All that carbonation, it's a lot of water. It's kind of heavy. The actual like weight distribution of you holding it and putting it up towards your mouth, it's it's tricky. Um, could you imagine inhaling the entire two liter of soda in 18 seconds? Because that's exactly what Eric Badlands Booker did. Um, Yeah, he also holds the record record for uh, uh, Burritoville burritos, um, matzo balls, corned beef hash, onions, lemonade, chugging, candy bars, and many other things as well. Now, again, see, I went down this whole rabbit hole of competitive eating and I'm kind of hungry. So I'm really hoping that instead of you feeling sick, thinking about all these things happening so quickly and in digesting them, um, I also have to say that watching the competitive eating with Joey Chestnut as the announcer is like really excited and he's talking him up. He just finished eating these 76 hot dogs. I swear Joey Chestnut looks like he's about to puke. But besides that, I still worked up an appetite. So I'm going to go get some breakfast.
We were just talking about competitive eating, and uh, now I have some toast, which is very nice. <laughs> because uh, for me, I thought for sure that yes, watching someone down that many hot dogs at once, or you know, chug that two liter of soda in eighteen seconds, it would uh, really ruin my appetite. But it it didn't. In the end of the day, um, you know, perhaps Eric Badlands Booker and Joey Chestnut, these competitive eaters, maybe something they do during their off time to burn some calories is play video games. Hard to believe. I agree. But I uh, had a really great conversation over the weekend with someone who loves video games. And uh, they talked about how it actually burns calories. And I didn't want to argue that. There's no way. Um, as, As someone who gets up in the morning to go run, to go burn calories, I'm like, all I have to do is play video games. So I decided to do some comparison um, and and not to say that it doesn't burn calories. It does. Um, And it's actually shocking how much video game playing really does burn calories. So we'll talk more about it coming up next. Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow, it's Industry Baby, all the hits 1077 The Beat. So over the weekend, I was talking to somebody who really loves video games. And they assured me that, uh, he assured me that he burns calories while playing these video games. And in that moment, I want to roll my eyes. I want to scoff. I want to say, you're kidding me. That can't be real. You're just sitting there. Uh, And all of this is simply coming from the fact that I wake up early to go running so I can burn calories. I go to CrossFit Type 44 so I can burn calories. And you're telling me that I could sit at home and play a video game? Now, um, of course, I didn't say any of that. That's very rude. And um, and ultimately decided to uh, take that knowledge that I learned over this weekend, go do my own research, and come to find out there's actually research out there that talks about um, two hours of gameplay can burn about 420 calories in men and 472 calories in women. That's as good as performing a staggering 1,000 sit-ups. Now, that's a lot of sit-ups and obviously pretty unrealistic. You don't really want to just be stuck doing 1,000 sit-ups. I mean, maybe you do. Some people do those challenges. An all power to you. I don't want to stop you. Um, but it also, this article goes into um, talking about the two different playing two different video games, these two different video games that can really increase your heart rate and energy consumption because this survey um, hooked up 50 volunteer gamers to smart devices that track their heart rate and energy consumption uh, while they were playing FIFA and Call of Duty Warzone. And they did that for two hours, which then, of course, gave them the results about how many calories they burned per hour. I'm also surprised that women burn more calories playing video games than men do, at least according to this study. So ultimately, I want to go back to this person and say, okay, which games do you play? Um, And also, I'm pretty darn impressed. I think you're right. But um, I mean... Going through a haunted house then must you must burn calories doing that because I get very nervous and these I, I this idea of gaming sweats I get like haunted house sweats I just am thinking about it right now and it's stressing me out so I'm impressed I'm not here to also convince everyone that they they, they should just sit and play video games to burn calories I'm just impressed that they do especially if you're playing something that's going to increase your heart rate because you're excited nervous anxious overwhelmed um and uh, a little um. I'm nervous to be continuing to play FIFA or Call of Duty Warzone. <laughs> Today is National Pinot Noir Day, Fajita Day, and Ice Cream Pie Day. And I think you should just have them in that order because that's what I'm planning on doing. That or in reverse. Start with the ice cream pie, have a fajita in the middle, and finish it off with some Pinot Noir. I mean, you're welcome. You ever look back at your browsers? 
all the different ones you have open and you think, where was my mind today? What did I decide to Google and why? Uh, and that's just kind of how the, today's show went. I Googled a lot of strange things, learned a lot of interesting information, and I just decided to share with you before I started to close out of these tabs because it was pretty funny to me. I'm like, whoa, okay, this is definitely kind of a weird Wednesday, but here we are. And here we've already talked about these things. And the first one was, uh, the first tab I have open is, when is it okay to turn off your Zoom camera? We were talking about how... Um, 48% of people actually turn off their camera and turn off their microphone. And I was wondering if it's considered rude. And really, ultimately, it depends on what kind of meeting you're in. Um, I, I suppose for my telehealth appointment this afternoon, I should probably keep on my camera and my microphone. So that answers that. I also have a tab open for Joey Chestnut because I was uh, learning more about uh, competitive eating. And I went down the rabbit hole ugh, of watching... Joey Chestnut dip dip in those uh, hot dog buns into water and just guzzle them down. I literally don't even think he's chewing. I'm also kind of like, is that even fair? Uh, soggy bread is so much easier to swallow than regular. And so I really want to know, like, if you're going to eat a have a hot dog eating contest, can we just eat it with the bun as well? I also have Amazon open because why not? And then uh, I also have Call of Duty Warzone. You see what I mean? Strange Wednesday, but it's been fun. It's been fun talking about all those different topics. <laughs> Coming up next on your daily dose of laughter, one of my favorite comedians, the one, the only, Jim Gaffigan. And he's going to be talking about home birth, which sounds wild to me. The whole birth process sounds wild, but to be able to do it at home, I mean, it also sounds wonderful if it all works out okay. It's just I'm too much of like a control freak. I think I'd want to control everything if that was what I chose. And I can't do that. So I would rather be in the care of a completely different facility than, facility than in my house. It's kind of the same, same way that I feel about hosting. I really like the idea of hosting. I love being around friends. I love having everyone over. I love being able to make something that people are enjoying. Um, but the fact is, is that I actually don't enjoy myself at all hosting. I like when people are over, but I actually worry too much about what's going on that I can't enjoy it. It's like I'm too much of a control freak. I want to make sure everybody's having a good time. I want to make sure that the napkins are where they need to be, that everybody knows where the cups are. I just seem like too much all over the place. I'm a much better guest. So I feel the same way about home birth. Rather than have everyone come over and enjoy this experience with me, I would rather go to somebody else's place and do that. <laughs> It's your daily dose of laughter on 1077 The Beat. My wife had the baby at home. We had all our babies at home just to make you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> People don't want to hear about home birth. They're like, oh, you had your baby at home. Yeah, we were going to do that, but we wanted our baby to live. <laughs> People always assume there was some laziness involved. You, you didn't want to go to the hospital? It was far. I didn't feel like putting on pants. We had our baby at home, not in a field. At home? Well, why wouldn't you have it in that germ-infested building where sick people congregate? Didn't your wife want to give birth in a gown someone died in yesterday? It's just the truth. Home birth is crazy, huh? It was all my wife's idea. I don't even like cooking at home, you know? And it's wild, you know? There was so much screaming at one point, I actually woke up. 
Oh, someone want to score a touchdown? Oh, you're having another baby? Can you keep it down? I'm trying to get a tight 12 hours in. That was your daily dose of laughter on 107.7 The Beat. Tomorrow morning on the show, it's Thursday mornings with Eric. Looking forward to catching up with him, especially after this last weekend, where him and the guys from Handsome Naked, that comedy rap group that is uh, based out of Chicago that Eric is in, uh, perform live at Silver Moon on Friday night and Saturday night. And I got a chance to uh, laugh and dance and sing along and have so much fun on Saturday night with a bunch of friends uh, as we were watching the the wildness, madness, funness, all those things. Of, uh, of Handsome Naked on Saturday night. It was so much fun at Silver Moon. So looking forward to hanging out with Eric tomorrow morning on the show. Definitely stick around for that. Tones and I, Cloudy Day, helping me wrap up the show. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I have big plans to, gosh, what am I doing today? Running some errands, I guess. Um, I have my old roommate, Christy, um, coming in to visit and hang out for a long weekend with her boyfriend. They're coming in from uh, San Diego. So I got to stock the house of vegetables and fruits and things and snacks and I don't know, stuff to make breakfast, I guess. So I got to go do some um, um, running of errands today and looking forward to hosting them. And we're going to Ghost Tree this weekend. That's a huge reason why she's coming up in the last several Ghost Trees, of course, besides last year and COVID. Um, Christy and I have had such a fun time out at Ghost Tree. And if you've never heard of it, definitely consider checking it out. GhostTreeInvitational.com. Uh, still time to get your tickets, but it is this Saturday. It's dinner on the range. Uh, you go and get these uh, variety of bites, um, fancy little, um, you know, kind of handheld bites. And then there's delicious drinks and there's live music. It's out at Pronghorn. It's going to be a beautiful evening. It always is. And it's a chance to dress up. There's not many occasions we get a chance to dress up, especially over the last year and a half. Uh, and so really looking forward to uh, going to Ghost Tree this weekend. And hey, if you want to come join us, definitely check it out, ghosttreeinvitational.com. Other than that, have a really wonderful rest of your day and I'll catch up with you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Megan in the Morning podcast. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 10 on 1077 The Beat.